Hello, livestock friends, and welcome to this edition of Before the Bid. This is a podcast dedicated to the livestock sales industry where we go behind the scenes of the operation and speak straight to the sellers. We discuss topics about the important aspects of their operation, location, the people behind the prep work, and talk about some of the animals that will be offered to you, the prospective buyers. Hopefully, you've got your sale catalog close by. You might have to go look through that pile on your desk. But if not, then you're probably like me and driving down the road or busy with chores around the farm. And that's okay, too. Wherever you are and whatever you're doing, I hope you enjoy this segment of Before the Bid. I'm your host, Andy Howe. Welcome, livestock friends, to this edition of Before the Bid podcast. And on this Before the Bid podcast, we go back to Texas and we go to Mullen, Texas. We've been down in Texas for the last couple of these, so uh, excited about that and, and met some really good guys to uh, have here on the podcast. On this podcast, we are going to be talking uh, some show lambs and a show lamb sale here that is coming up on June 21st, and it is on SC Online Sales. And uh, it is held uh, by Bar H Show Lambs. And again, that's June 21st. They are having a March and April born online sale. And talking to a young man for this podcast that uh, he's a 2016 high school graduate. So uh, a young man that's getting into raising sheep on his own, had a uh, successful career in showing sheep. And we're going to talk about that with him just a little bit here and uh, and explain some of those things. Had a parent that's done really well uh, as well. And so uh, I want to introduce you to his background and some different things that got him into wanting to raise his own sheep, sell his own sheep, and uh, help young people along the way uh, as he was helped along uh, the way growing up in his career. And a uh, young man not just in the sheep world, young man that uh, has is in the goat uh, as well and into the cattle a little bit. And uh, interesting thing that I want to talk to him a little bit about is he is a rodeo guy as well, so grew up doing that. So uh, wanna, we've got a lot of things to talk about here to, to get you the background of uh, Mr. Hadley Sider. And uh, we want to talk about... Uh, Talk about quite a few things with that. And Hadley, you grew up showing sheep, and now you're in your fifth year of raising your own sheep. What is it that makes you uh, have that drive, and, and why do you get up in the morning to go out and, and raise your own sheep and uh, instead of just sticking with the rodeo thing and uh, doing doing those things? Why do you want to have your own sheep? Well, like I say, it was just kind of a – deal that uh, I mean to get up of a morning and see something running out in the pasture that I would have been excited to have in my barn and that and that come to see that come from my breeding decisions and stuff that I've paired up and that I mean I just and to get those in young people's hands and let them attempt to have the same success and make the same memories that I did growing up that's just something that's always filled my fire and got me going to get up and do this thing every day. Right. Well, Hadley, uh, appreciate you. Appreciate you coming on the podcast and appreciate our, our talk getting ready for this podcast. And we got a lot of things to cover here uh, because you've got an exciting background 
uh, I, I think, and, and I want to help other people learn uh, that background. If you would, walk us through a little bit of, of your, uh, your, you're a young guy, but walk us through a little bit of your history there uh, and, and why you're in the livestock business and, and uh, why, you, why you went into the sheep business and, and maybe some of the other things that, that you've done. Well, like I say, I grew up in a in Mullen, Texas, and uh, the the lamb deals just always kind of been a part of my family. My uh, my grandpa Sammy Smith is a guy that has uh, helped me a lot through through my show career and now raising these things. And uh, and like I say, he uh, is somebody that I owe a lot to in that and. Uh, through a lot through my career and i mean here and still he goes out every year to uh to roswell new mexico to the east the eastern new mexico state fair and uh picks up a lot of show sheep for picks up everything that's on the floor down there generally and brings it back to texas and we'll generally we generally got to pick the bunch and uh after that i mean he would sell those things to to kids around here, kids that I grew up with, and I mean, just kids pretty much all over the state would come and buy from him to uh, to buy their projects. And like I say, that's just I kind of got into it from just kind of got grew up into it. My family always did it. My mom, one Houston, when she was showing, I believe it was '91 or '92, somewhere in there, that uh. She won Houston. It might have been – I can't remember the exact year. But, uh, and, I mean, I've had a pretty successful family growing up in it. So, it was just – I had a choice, but I didn't really have much choice to do it growing <laughs> up. Right. Your grandpa, not just a sheep guy, uh, he, he's into another business as well. Yeah, he's a order buyer uh, for a lot of these guys down here goes to a lot of the cell barns around the state does a lot of that and like i say i mean him and even his dad were pretty well known in that in that deal so I mean, we've my family's kind of had a foot in all, uh fall of all aspects of this deal growing up so i've been pretty blessed there does he ever take you along with him or did he take you along when you were younger uh, and and uh, uh, you get I to see to that always i used to always grow, go growing up and I'd walk in those cell barns and get my little uh, my little cell card and sit there. And, <laughs> I know not a one of my bids ever got took, but I would sit there at those deals and flash that card like crazy. And I'm sure he'd tell that auctioneer, yeah, I know, yeah, I know. <laughs> be sitting there right beside me, but I mean, that was a pretty cool deal that I got to do growing up. So, But you thought you were big stuff, right? Yeah, I thought I was the hot shot back then. That's good. Any interest in doing any any cattle buying? Uh, here and there. I mean, like I say, we uh, we run lots of lots of yearlings and stuff, and uh, and uh, my brother and I actually do some rodeo stuff. So I mean, we all have to. We'll eventually have to. Like I say, my grandpa does a lot of the buying and stuff for us right now, like the roping calves and stuff. Excuse me, I do know one of these days we'll have to, uh, if we want to keep that deal going, we'll have to do that for ourselves. But, I mean, as far as the order buying and stuff like that goes, 
I've no, that's not, never really been something that's crossed my mind. Yeah. Well, you, you brought up uh, uh, something else that uh, you guys do and, and part of your history and, and part of your growing up. Uh, you guys are into the rodeo thing quite a bit. Uh, you guys, you, you train some horses, and, and you were active in rodeo, and, and you and your brother have a kind of a special little deal. Yes, yeah, sir. We, uh, like I say, growing up, um, I uh, was blessed to get to get to train some be a part of training some really nice horses and getting to rope where I did. I got to rope with some of the biggest names in the, in the game in the calf roping deal. And, uh, and that was I mean, a pretty influential part of who I grew up to be. And I mean, it made me want to get up and go do that deal. I mean, I got to grow up and rope around the likes of Marty Yates and Tyson Durfee and, uh, a lot of those guys that are winning the world every year are getting really close to it now. I mean, guys that and some guys that have been close to making the NFR that haven't. So I mean, it was it was a pretty cool deal getting to do that growing up. And now you don't just go compete uh, at rodeos now. You and you and your brother um, don't you guys put put some rodeos on? Yes, yeah, sir. We actually. Uh, do or have our own little rodeo company now that we're trying to get going. I mean, we've done some junior rodeos here and there, and uh, we call it a E7 Rodeo Company. It's uh, the brand comes from my grand, my grandma's side of the family on my mom's side. Uh, that's where the E the E7 comes from. And like I said, when my little brother started his buck and bull deal. He called it E7 Rough Stock, and then it pretty quickly got changed to E7 E7 Rodeo Company, and we started doing some roping calves and steers and all that kind of stuff. And he's got some bulls too, as well, right? Yes, sir. He's uh, got several head of bucking bulls that we've put together. He's oh, he, he and my grandpa are pretty well put together. I kind of let them handle the bucking bulls when they grew horns. I decided I wanted to rope them and not rod them. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah a little different deal than messing with the sheep as well huh yeah it's a whole lot different deal messing with a 200 pound two 300 pound sheep than it is a 1200 pound animal that wants to run you right well that that's really uh that's really neat that you and your brother and, and you say he's a younger brother and and uh you guys yes. are you guys are already going at it and and already have your own livestock and things and uh, so, uh, I think that's a, that's a great deal. Uh, yes, sir. It's been, we've been pretty blessed with that. Good. And you guys came up through, you know, you guys weren't just at home, uh, doing those kind of things. You've got a, a extensive FFA background is my understanding. Yes, sir. Like I say, we, uh, I judged all four years of high school and FFA and judged a couple of years with the 4-H and we did, a. I mean, like I said, we did the CDEs, the LDEs. I was a uh, part of the quiz. I say we did the quiz and all that stuff, and I was very active with the judging team. We uh, missed going to state my junior and senior year by about 10 points both years. And But, I mean, we're down here in one of the toughest toughest areas in the state of Texas. So, I mean, that was still pretty well accomplished. 
what were some of your uh, FFA experiences that that you think are will help you help you now already with your uh, sheep project and, and with your sheep uh, flock? And then what do you think uh, is going to help you in the future that that you can bring out of that FFA experience? I just the people that I met. I mean, I've met some of my best friends still through showing and through the FFA deal. I mean, some people have been very influential in my life. It's like I grew up showing in Brown County down here. And, and I mean, there's a lot of people that uh, call the county I grew up showing in Houston. So, I mean, I've met a lot of people that uh, some of the biggest names in the game through FFA and 4-H down here. In my area. Um, a lot of people have always said that if you win Brown County, you're going to get a piece of a major. So, I mean, uh, it's kind of like being thrown to the walls third, third grade year, <laughs> get, having to walk out there and show against, I mean, the some of the biggest names in the sheep and goat industry down here. Right, and uh, you've you've had you you also going going through that, and you talked about your show career a little bit. You've had quite a bit of success in your uh, in your sheep show career. Yeah, I've uh, been like I say, I've lived a pretty blessed life doing this stuff. I dotted several at San Antonio, Fort Worth, Houston, growing up, and my sophomore year, the uh, I actually was second in the heavyweight class at. Houston or San Antonio, and that next year I was blessed enough to go back and actually win the heavyweight class. So that was a pretty cool experience, uh, getting to getting to win a class at a major and say that I'd done that. So that was a that was a pretty cool deal. Right. Yeah. You've and you've had some other. Uh, you were telling me about some other success that you've had. Yeah, like I say, we uh, I won second at the heavy in the heavyweight class the year before. I dotted several throughout my show career at Houston. I stood one tenth my senior year, was top five a couple times with some fine wolves at uh at San Antonio, and I just I was pretty blessed throughout my show career to be able to show some good sheep. Yeah. Well, why with with all the things that that you had to to choose from by from order buying to rodeoing to to, to cattle to different things like that, why the sheep? Uh, it was just something that something that kind of lit a fire under me. That I mean, I third grade year, fourth grade year, we kind of I mean, we ended up with some pretty good sheep, and it was just something that. I fell in love with. Like I said, I showed some showed some steers growing up, but uh, my deal was kind of always the sheep, and that was always that was always my side of the barn. My little brother would mess more with the with the cattle, and but the sheep and goats were always were always my deal. Mm-hmm. And also it's just something that I pretty well fell in love with doing that. And also growing up, you you had to choose as to whether you were going to fight LeBron James for the top spot in the NBA or the, the sheep, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, growing up, I, I thought I was a big hot shot at basketball. And like I say, I still, uh, when I went to college, that's kind of what I thought I wanted to be was a uh, was a basketball coach. Uh-huh. I mean, I still wanted to be involved with the livestock and stuff like that. But uh, uh, 
um, the game of basketball has always come as something that's come pretty natural as far as uh, knowing knowing the game. That's always something that I've I've that's come pretty natural to me. But uh, like I said, I got to college and realized that wasn't for me and come home and started raising sheep. Well, that's neat. Good deal. Yeah, what uh, what position? Uh, I kind of played a little bit of everywhere. I was played some shooting guard and with a couple teams. I would play some point guard, but like I said, I, uh, I've always I grew up growing up. I had lots of vision trouble, and I mean, still to this day, my eyes are something that something that hinders me, and that's uh that was kind of my downfall playing basketball. I mean, my hand-eye coordination wasn't the best in the world. I wasn't the quickest in the world, so that kind of hurt me with that deal. And uh, but I mean, this livestock deal is something that I've kind of adapted to and learned to get around. Right, that's one thing that uh, that I think is is uh, kind of important and and uh, maybe a little da- <laughs> yeah maybe maybe a little dangerous to to say this here, but. Uh, you know, sports are a great thing, and, and I love them. Uh, I was involved with them as well, and, and I'm still involved with them uh, with my with my teaching. Uh, I I love basketball, but this livestock thing is is something that can really really hold and and really really stay with somebody long after high school, long after college, long after anything yeah, like that. Yeah, definitely. And yes, sir. And no. you're you're doing that, and and I love that. So. You've got uh, you've got some some ewes right now that that uh, you're selling some of these uh, club lambs off of and things. What what do you see as your future uh, in this sheep business, Hadley? Uh, just keep keep growing this deal. Like I said, right now I'm at about 50 head of ewes, and uh, I want to get this deal up to 150. Would be 150 200 head. I say would be my goal and eventually to expand more on that, but uh, just be able to get it up to there and keep raising quality livestock, keep the herd advancing. I mean, through breeding and buying, bringing a few in here and there. I just, like I say, I want to get it up to about 150, 200 head of years, but be able to, I mean, not just have, not just have quantity, but, along with that keep the quality moving forward yeah i like the quality not not just quantity thing um yes that's uh something that kind of holds true and pretty well anything you do you want the quality to be there right right who's uh who's a couple people that you that that have helped you get to where you are uh and maybe in in any of the livestock sectors that, that you're involved with who are some of those people uh, like i like to say uh i owe a lot to my grandparents and to my parents they've helped me a lot through that deal but uh i like to say um between late nights at the barn or helping me scramble the last little bit of money i, I need together to be able to do something that's always helped to have them on my side i've got a partner that I've kind of teamed up with this year, Blaine Hughes, that is uh, starting to come into this deal and help me a lot. And we're working on getting a quality set put together to be able to to be able to raise quality animals for years to come. All right. 
That sounds good. Yeah, plan to uh, to keep it right there, a family operation, uh, and and uh, have Blaine come in there as well. Yes, sir. Yeah, good deal. What uh, you've got a couple uh, sheep that that have um, start got you started really well and uh, got you to uh, got you producing some lambs that you can put out there. Uh, tell us about you. You told me about one of these ewes. Tell us about her. Well, yes, sir. The we were discussing earlier was one that I believe it was three years ago now. We got out of an AI to a buck that was called Prophet. And uh, there's a, we actually have two of these ewes here, but there's one of them that has pretty well been been the one to lay down and have, whether it be our best ewe or best weather or keeper buck every year. I mean, her first lamb crop, we had a had a buck lamb that we were going to keep and uh he ended up dying on us and that was that was a pretty tough loss but the next couple of years we had one last year that uh that was sold that we were gonna we had a ewe and a buck both we kept the ewe lamb out of her and then we uh got a buck lamb out of her that we were going to keep but ended up selling that sheep for 2500 And, I mean, this somebody walked up and offered you good money for one. It's kind of hard to kind of kind of hard to turn that down. And then uh, this year she's got another really good one on the ground that I think is going to be pretty special. Right, yeah. And you not only sell these, these lambs uh, out of her and, and out of them, you don't just put them in uh, your own online sale. Aren't you involved in a, in a couple other sales? Uh, yes, sir. I actually, I mean, like I say, it was the first year, but I put one in the, put one in the Young Guns about a month ago now it would be, and that was a, that was a pretty cool experience that the Young Gun, I don't know if you know much about the Young Gun sheep and goat sale or sheep sale down here in Texas, but it's by far the biggest sheep sale in Texas and one of the biggest ones in the country. And to be able to, to sell under the lights at that deal and get, seen with uh some of the biggest names in the game that was a pretty cool experience right now how do you get into that young guns is it a is it a sword is it a invitation uh this year they opened it up to a sword they sort it friday saturday and uh but like i say i'm buddies with a guy and trey glasscock down here kind of the founders of that deal and um was talking to them and got got a pretty good one put in there and like I say it uh was definitely some great great advertisement good for getting my name out there yeah good sometimes we gotta take those we gotta take those steps and and take those maybe even risks uh to get that name out there right yes sir definitely good and doing doing a good job and and uh had a good hit there at the at the young gun sale so uh Congratulations on that, and and uh, seems like you're really trying to move this thing and and uh, get yourself in in some good positions. Yes, sir. Like I say, we've uh, made some big moves here the last couple of years. We bought a back in the fall. We bought a set of used set of bread used. We bought out from a um, we bought out a lady down south that had a bunch of bunch of McLennan bred sheep that uh a lot of those are what's going to be in the online sale so that really helped us out a lot 
and we bought a couple bucks this spring from a we bought a buck called American Dream from the Glasscocks that is a an American muscle son which goes back to some of Wade Franklin's breeding and then uh that the Franklins have won like crazy in the sheep and goat deal for years. I mean that's kind of the top dog as you would say. So I mean that was a pretty cool to be able to get on we're excited to get that bark back on some of these years in the fall. You ready to get into these these lambs in this sale? That sounds good to me. Okay. Uh, just uh, to remind everybody, the on June 21st, SC Online Sales. Uh, go down there and find the Bar H Show Lambs. Uh, see their, uh, their sale site there, and you can go to that and uh, look at these lambs online. And, uh, Hadley, when do you think uh, these will be up? Did you say, like, Tuesday the 16th or so? Yes, sir. Uh, something like that. It'll be either Tuesday the 15th or Wednesday the 16th. Got right around there somewhere. We'll have them up and ready to look at. And uh, those sheep are always available for viewing here at the house. If anybody's down in this area and wants to come look at them, they're available pretty well any time to look at. Okay. And as you said, I think we may uh, uh, mix our dates up, so we just want to make sure Tuesday, Tuesday the sixteenth or Wednesday the seventeenth or so, uh, you'll have yeah. those, you'll have those pictures up, and then they'll be up there uh, the rest of the time and until the sale time uh, on that. So on SC online sales. So, well, uh, Hadley, why don't you just you got you got four U's and, and five weathers? Why don't you just kind of break in and and tell us about some of these lots? Well, the lot, uh, this sheep, the sheep that we're going to start to sell off with, as soon as we decided to to do this online sale, he's been the long one since day one, and we're wanting to offer him as a as a random weather auction. He is a uh, he's out of some of the stuff that we bought down south. He's out of a uh, a buck that we call 1803 that was bred by Jason Walker, which goes back to a lot of a uh, Eller Brock's breeding, and then on his dad's side, and uh, on out of he's out of a U or out of a Fort Worth donor U, and Fort Worth is a McLennan buck that uh, is has been one of the pretty special ones in this game for a while now. But uh, this, I mean, that sheep is one that's big boned, huge rack, huge hipped. I mean, from the ground up. He's built right, got the muscle, got the look, tall fronted. And, I mean, I think if it wasn't for the purchases we've made this year, this spring with Bucks, he'd be staying here and staying intact. Mm -hmm. But I think whether you want to keep him intact and raise some good ones or cut him, and I think he's one to to go – anywhere and have some fun with we had, i think he's that quality of sheep okay we had a little little muffle there to start you say he is a he is a buck weather option correct yes yes okay great the lot two sheep is a sheep that is out of a buck that we call the wolverine that we actually lost this year so that was kind of a tough one but uh he was a shoot yeah son shoot yeah the buck that uh, is a harrow buck but uh, this sheep is out of Wolverine and out of a 
out of a fine wool cross U. But uh, so he's one that is a little lighter colored. The cross kind of shows up. But uh, as far as the sheep himself goes, I mean, he's another giant boned, big footed, big hip, big hip one that is ultra cool fronted. He kind of has a lot of the same look as the lot one sheep, but I think he's going to be, he's going to be the powerhouse of the sale. He's going to be the one that's going to be almost as, as wide as he is long and just have a ton of product. A lot of people really like those big, powerful sheep, and uh, he might be yes, the one sir. for them, if, man. Yes, sir. If you need, going to need a powerhouse, he's going to be the one. Lot three. Mm, uh, lot three is a blue sheep that uh, that's going to be on – picture day he's going to be a little skinnier he's not quite as far along as i would want him to be but this guy is when you get him right i think may end up being the best one in the sale he's ultra level hip really really cool fronted he's going to be big bold ribbed big boned going to be going to be adequately shaggy He'll have enough have enough leg shag, but I'm not, you'll have to really work with it to get it to get it ultra shaggy. But I think he's going to have enough, and he's going to be the eye catcher of the sale. He's going to be one that when you walk in the ring, he's going to be the one to catch everybody's eye. Right, got that little extra little extra pizzazz to him there. Yeah, he's got the little extra look. Like I say, I mean, he's a blue sheep, so I mean that's going to be naturally an eye catcher, but. He's he's going to be the one, in my opinion. I think if you get him right, that one may be, that one may end up being the best one in the sale. Yeah, and he is on the the Bar H Show Lambs uh, Facebook page uh, as well. Yes, sir. And he, he's he's up on the Facebook page. And like I say, I think all but I think I've got a picture of all the weathers and all but one of the U Lambs on the Facebook page. Okay. Yeah. If this happens to come out before if we get this put out before the uh, SC Online sale pictures and things are, are on so uh you can you can get a preview of those on the bar h show lambs facebook page yes sir and like i said these sheep are available anytime to look at who at the house i have them in a pen we can up, get them set up for anybody whoever wants to come look i'm available pretty well anytime my number's on the facebook page uh so that's the easiest way to contact with me is by call or text i do respond to the Facebook Messenger pretty well, but not as well as a call or a text. Yeah, also on the SC Online Sales uh, down there. That's uh, that's how we got your number. <laughs> yes, sir. Four, lot four and five, they're kind of a special little deal here. <laughs> yes, sir. The lot four and five is kind of a, kind of a tricky little deal. They're, it's a set of twins that come out that one of them, I mean, normal white face sheep, I mean, but his twin brother, it was, it was kind of a weird deal. He's a he's out of a black face you and a black face butt, but down the line, someone some horses because it popped out in this guy. I mean, he's um is my only deal about this sheep. I'm not real sure. I think you could run him in the blacks. He's got enough black on him that I think you could go in the blacks. And as far as flat out build of the sheep goes. I think the way he's built, this is my favorite sheep in the sale. This, that dorsal lamb is ultra, ultra level hipped. 
really, really cool fronted, big round ribbed. I think if somebody wanted to run him in the blacks, I think he could compete. But uh, I think you might could get him in as a cross at a county. A lot five, his brother. It's kind of built the same way. He's a little like the like the blue sheep. He's a little green, but uh, but he's ultra big bone, big shaggy legged, and uh, gonna be big hipped and gonna be big hipped, big racked, and got a giraffe neck on him. He's gonna be ultra cool front. So you got so you got the five weathers in the sale. Yes, sir. Okay, and and they run lot lot one through five, and then yes, sir. After that, after that, you got four U's, right? Yes, sir. We're gonna stick four U's in there. If it wasn't for the number of U lambs that we had this year, these U's generally stay at the house. They're they're quality that we would normally keep, but we've had so many U's this year that we're having to let go of some good ones. And these things are bred, bred to be good and make good babies. They're out of a buck that, out of a buck that I purchased online last year from a man named Justin Stacy out of Oklahoma. And this buck is actually a full brother to the 2019 San Antonio champion. He's a full brother to the sheep that won San Antonio in 2019. So he's he's got the genetics, and I mean it's all in it's these ewes have got the genetics as well to go and be good breeding pieces for for a program for years to come. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, six and seven is a set of set of twin ewes that is a uh, out of that same box, and they've got a lot of the same look. I mean, they're big racked, ultra, ultra cool fronted. They could stand to be a little bigger boned. But uh, I just say, I think if you get those things on a buck that is big boned, you uh, could make some really special ones out of those use. Because, I mean, they've got the look and they've got, they've got the muscling. They just need a little bit of bone on them. I think if, you get those things on some big bone bucks, you're going to have some really special babies come out of that set. Those either one, six and seven, both. Diverse use, right? You can go, go whatever way you want with them. Yeah, you can kind of go away whatever way you want with them. Good deal. I mean, stick them on one that's tall and pretty, and I think they're still going to make some good ones, or you stick them on a absolute powerhouse, and they're still going to, I mean, they're going to be able to lay down and have a good one either way. Lot eight, we're going to stick a U in there that, as I say, I mean, she's one that I normally wouldn't sell, but with the number of U's we had this year, and I've actually got her mom, and I've got a a half-sister to her mom here, so I'm going to go ahead and let her go. She's kind of the same way. I mean, she's Ultra level hipped, big square rack in her, tall fronted, neck comes out high. She just one that uh that the same way needs to be I think a little bigger boned. And I think if you get her 
on a big bone buck, she could be the centerpiece of somebody's program for years. She's pretty close to being donor quality, in my opinion. Oh wow, good deal. Yeah, the kind you like to the kind you like to sell and get in other people's hands, right? Yes, sir. Her uh, her mom was actually a show you a couple of years ago for a kid that uh, lives up the road from me, and come show day that you was a uh, she stood fifth, fourth, I think, in her class at Brown County. And like I say, said earlier in the podcast, Brown County is one of the toughest counties in the state of Texas, if not the toughest. And uh, she stood fourth to the Grand Inn Reserve of the county. We're both in that class. Oh, wow. So uh, she was, I mean, she had a rack that you couldn't get your hand across. And this year's going to be the same way. I mean, big, big, big rack, big hipped, and still got that ultra-cool up-fronted look that catches everybody's eye. Well, good deal. Neat deal. Hadley, where, yes, sir. where is Mullen, Texas? If if people want to uh, come see these sheep here before the, the online sale, can you give us a Mullen reference? Is about uh, an hour and a half, two hours south of Abilene. South of Abilene, Texas. Or two hours kind of south west of Fort Worth. Okay. All right. Cool deal. They can come see these sheep or get them some pictures or some video or anything like that that they yeah, might Yeah, I can. I'm definitely willing to work with anybody on whatever needs to be done. These things are available to view pretty much any time of the day. And, uh, and I can get pictures, videos, anything I need to, whenever. Okay. Well, that sounds great. Again, that's the that's the Bar H Show Lambs, uh, June 21st on SC Online Sales. They've got their March and April Born Online Sale, and you just heard Hadley uh, talk about those sheep and uh, um, describe those. And, and so, again, if you need any more information, why you can get with him. And, uh, Hadley, I, I appreciate you getting joined up with us here to – uh, do this before the bid podcast, and uh, is there yes, anything sir. anything else that we might need to know, or, or uh, that you want everybody to know before we close this thing out? Not that I can think of. Just has any questions? Numbers on the Facebook page. Numbers on SC. I'd be willing to help do whatever. Well, that sounds great. We were talking earlier, and, and you said that uh, you and J.D. Pruitt, who we had on here a little over a week ago, are, are good friends. So, uh, Yes, sir. I got to meet and know J.D. pretty well through this deal. Well, that's good. Yeah, we're getting down in that we're getting down in that Texas area, and we've done the last couple of them down there uh, from Texas uh, Texas operations. So uh, that's exciting to us, and and uh, so exciting that you guys uh, that you guys know each other and and so uh, recognize that. So I think that's really cool. Yes, sir. Good deal. Well, Hadley, uh, I want to wish you good luck with the sale and uh, here on June 21st on SC Online Sales. And, uh, again, just uh, want to wanna thank you for being a guest here on Before the Bid podcast. Yes, sir, definitely. Appreciate you for having me. 
All right. Well, well, thank you. And uh, Livestock Friends, again, this has been another edition of Before the Bid Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Before the Bid. For more information and to learn more about upcoming podcasts and sales, visit us at beforethebid.podbeam.com or Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram pages. For information on being a guest on Before the Bid, please email us at beforethebid at gmail.com or one of our social media pages. Remember, that's beforethebid at gmail.com. Happy sales to you, and we will talk to you next time on Before the Bid.